little, little, because we are part and parcel of the Supreme. Therefore, all the qualities of God can be found in each and every living entity in minute quantity. So you can claim that you are also minute God, but you cannot claim that you are Supreme God. This is the definition of God. So the science of God or our relationship with God and our dealings with God is called Bhagavad Dharma, occupation with God, dealings with God. So this is what the Bhagavatam means, how we can learn. First of all we have to understand what is God, what I am, what is my relationship with God, and as soon as the relationship is established, then there is dealings, and as soon as there is dealing, then there is some uh, profit, there must be some profit. Just like a businessman, another businessman, they first of all make some connection. Uh, that you are supplier, um, uh, I am to say, what is called? Uh, receiver. Because a businessman, one businessman sells, another businessman purchases. So you are purchaser and seller. So our agreement is made that I shall supply you, you shall purchase. This is called relationship. In every dealings, we must have first of all the relationship. That when there is relationship established, then next stage is to deal according to that relationship. And when the dealing is perfect, then we get the desired result. Either in business field or in other relationship, friend and friend, wife and husband, master and servant, father and son, you can any take, any accept, any form of relationship, there must be a standard of dealing and there must be a result out of that. This is called Bhagavata. After you must know what is your position, you must know what is God, and you must know what is your relationship with God, then you must deal with God in that way, then you get the desired result. This is perfection of life. It is called Bhagavata. So what is our relationship with God? As I have already explained, that the six opulences are there in God in full. And the same six opulences are in me, but in particle. Just like uh, the ocean water, it, it contains tons, millions of tons salt, ocean water, salt. You take uh, <clears throat> a drop of ocean water, you analyze, you will find a grain of salt also. The salt is there also. Similarly, as it is stated in the Bhagavad-gītā, what is our relationship? Relationship is mamai vāṁsa jīva bhūta jīva lūke sanātana mana saścāṇi indriyāṇi prakiti-sthāṇi karsat. Krishna says that all the living entities, they are my part and parcel, but mana saścāṇi indriyāṇi Due to their contaminated mind, they are struggling hard in this material nature. We are struggling very hard. As part and parcel, just like uh, this hand is part and parcel of my body. So what is the real function of the hand? It must always remain attached with this body then it is in healthy condition. If the hand is cut off 
from this body, you may call that it is Samiji's hand, you may call it, but it has no use. Uh, so long this hand is attached with my body, if there is some pain, I can spend thousands of dollars to relieve that pain. The same hand, when it is cut off from the body, if you trample with your legs my hand, I don't care for it. Similarly, we living entities, we are also part and parcel of God. But because we have separated ourselves, our relationship with God, therefore we are being trampled down by the materialistic laws. The material laws always pinching so many miseries. But we have become so full that we do not realize that this is a platform where simply miseries are being experienced. That is called maya. We are always in miseries. But if I ask you or you ask me, how are you? I will say, oh, it is very nice. What is very nice? We are sitting here, the heat is so extensive, everyone is feeling inconvenience. But if you ask me, Sarajya, how are you? I will say, it is very nice. This is Kalmaya. We are always under some tribulation. Always. Either now it is uh, very hot, it is warm, and after few months it will be too cold. Oh. So either you are in cold or you are in heat. Uh, so these are uh, miseries. If not heat and cold, it is all right, atmosphere, or there is something mental uh, misery, or if there is no mental misery, or there is some bodily misery. Uh, if there is no mental misery, bodily misery, or natural misery, then somebody must, uh, at least there is mosquito misery, the body misery. So if you analyze your life, it is full of miseries, full of miseries. Therefore, we are part and parcel of the Supreme Lord, but because we have separated ourselves from God, because we are speaking of God, very people are interested. The Samiti is speaking of God. God is dead. This is nonsense. You are living, everyone is living, simply God has died. This is this philosophy is going on. Therefore, Bhagavad Dharma, one has to study from the very beginning of life. Otherwise, we shall learn this philosophy that God is dead. Oh. So, Prahlad Maharaj says, Kumaro Asarit Prantya Dharman Bhagavatanya. This uh, occupation of dealings with the uh, Supreme Personality of Godhead, Bhagavan, should be learnt from the very beginning of life. Just like one of our student's son, Eric, is always with his father and he is learning Bhagavad Dharma. He is also bowing down, seeing his father and other uh, God-brothers of his father, so he's learning. Uh, we also learned in that way in our childhood. So from the very childhood one should be taught what is Bhagavad Dharma. Otherwise there will be unwanted population and the world will become a hell, just like at the present moment we practically experience. Everywhere there is discontentment, uh, there is scarcity. Uh, just like from India, we thought that when I go to America and other Western countries, I see that every man is very rich man and every man has got a, mm, a very nice uh, apartment and enjoying life. But actually 
And when I come here, I see the there are many poor men, there are many miserable men here also. Only the proportionate is different, but the actual fact is the same either in India or in America or in Canada or in everywhere. The same thing, <coughs> proportion different. Therefore, if we want, Prahlad Maharaj says that Kaumaranga Sarit Pratko Dharmana Bhagavatani ka Dullavanga Manasanga Janma Tadapi Adhrubam Arthadam. This Prahlad Maharaj learned this Bhagavad Dharma from Narad Muni, from the Umma of his mother. When he was living within the Umba of his mother like this, perhaps you have seen the child in the womb, at least you have seen in the photograph. So he was lying there within the Umba of his mother, and Narad Muni instructed his mother about this Bhagavad Dharma, and the child, this Bhagavad Dharma is therefore without any impediment. Just like one child, four years old, he is associating with us. So he is also getting the same benefit as his father. It is so nice thing. It is not that because he is child, he is not getting any benefit. Simply by associating with the devotees, he is getting so much profit, incalculable. Incalculable. Bhagavad Dharma, Prahlad Maharaj says, Kumaranga Chare. If not a very small child, but as soon as one is four or five years old, Kumara means from five years to fifteen years. That is, that period of life is called Koma. So one should learn this Bhagavad Dharma. Uh, from the beginning, uh, just like we send boys, uh, children to schools for training, similarly uh, the children should be sent for learning Bhagavad. Unfortunately, nobody is interested. Uh, he was, and Prahlad Maharaj also was in difficulty. His father, even his father was against him because he was teaching this Bhagavad Dharma, and the teachers were complaining to his father, Sir, your son, I, we do not know how he has learned this Bhagavad Dharma. He is simply teaching. As soon as he gets some opportunity, he makes this agitation of God consciousness or Krishna consciousness to other children. So, uh, what to do with your child? The father asked, Where you have learned this? Uh, tell me. Uh, so this, those topics will come later on. Now here, Prahlad Maharaj, as soon as he saw some opportunity that the teacher is out of the class, he would call all the boys and uh, my dear friends, this uh, Bhagavad Dharma, this uh, um, understanding, God consciousness, or Krishna consciousness, should be learned from the very beginning of life. Why? Let us play. Uh, why Bhagavad Dharma now? All right, if there is Krishna consciousness movement, when we shall get older, or when the time of death will be nearing, we can study at that time Bhagavad Dharma. But Prahlad Maharaj says, no, Kaumar. Why Kaumaran? You are calculating that when you will get old, at that time you shall try to understand what is Krishna consciousness. But what is the guarantee that you are not already old enough? Who can say, the next moment I can die? Old age means nearing death. But there is no such guarantee that one shall die at eight years old or hundred years old. That can take place at any moment. Therefore, uh, 
the a sane man will on will understand that we are always old enough uh, because there is no guarantee durlava and this manasang janma this human form of life is uh, called durlava durlava means very rarely after after many many evolutionary process either you take the anthropologist theory uh, how human body has developed or you take from vedic literature but uh, the difference is that the anthropologists they say there is no soul uh, the organic matter is uh, developing in different ways uh, but uh, vedic literature says it is not the organic matter uh, but it is the soul the soul is a person is individual and he is transforming uh, different types of body from one body to another uh, transmigrating uh, this how we have uh, explained several times just we are experiencing this child who is playing he is now he has got a small body similarly when he will get uh, a body like his father he has to change so many body so many bodies so the bodies will change but he the soul will remain the same and now at this childhood or in the womb of his mother or when the body is just like his father or when the body is just like his grandfather the same same soul will continue so therefore soul is permanent and the body is changing this is explained in the bhagavad gita antavat ime deha nitya sopta sharirina uh, this body is temporary uh, temporary either this childhood body or boyhood body or youthhood body or uh, mature body or old body they are all temporary every moment every second we are changing but the soul within the body that is permanent so uh, this body prallad maharaj says dullavanga manasang janma now after many many births that is perhaps we do not know there are uh, 9 million types of uh, aquatic animals so we have to pass through all these 9 million uh, जलजान अवलखानी स्थावराशति क्रिमयोरुद्रसंख Uh, 1100,000 of species of worms and reptiles. Thavra lakkam se kriyaya rudra bhakshinam dasa lakkam. And there are uh, uh, 1000,000 of species of the birds. Uh, so similarly, there are 3 million types of four-legged animals. Uh, and the human species of life. are only 400000 species or types as you say in this way the total is 8400000 of types of body and we had to pass through by transmigration from one body to another 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 now we have got the civilized form of body prahlad uh, maharaj says that it is very rare opportunity we should not misuse this body just like other animals uh, then it will be our foolishness durlavang manasang janma tadapi adhruvam well when we have got this human form of body uh, then is a leap more than the cats and dogs no adhruvam 
Adhrubam means this body also will not exist. Adhrubam, it is not eternal. The soul is eternal, but the body is not eternal. But although it is not eternal, the distinction between this body and the animal body is that although it will not exist, as the dog's body will not exist, or the cat's body will not exist, or the bird's body will not exist. Similarly, this body also will not exist. That's a fact. But orthodom, but if you like, you can attain the highest perfection of life in this body. That is the opportunity. Therefore, from the very beginning, a child should be given opportunity how to make his life perfect. That is Vedic civilization. Srimad Bhagavad says that one should not become a father, one should not become a mother, one should not become a spiritual master, one should not become a guardian, one should not become a husband. In this way they have given a long list who, who is that one? Uh, one who cannot give uh, his dependent uh, relief from death. Samupeta mittu. Namo chayadja samupreta mittu. Anyone who cannot uh, make free his dependent. Uh, what is that freedom? Freedom from the cycle of birth and death. He should not become a father or mother or spiritual master like that. Uh, and Prahlad Maharaj is also instructed in this way that this human form body should be utilized fully for uh, understanding our real position, our relationship with God, and uh, our transaction and dealings and the basis of our relationship with God and what is the uh, real goal of life. The Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has said that the uh, <coughs> real goal of life is prema pumartha maha, prema, to attain love. Now, of course, in this material world, so many things are going on in the name of love. But actually, there is no love. They are all lust, but going on in trade in the name of love. Love is possible only with Krishna or God. Prema Pumartha Maha. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu not any other thing. Dharmātva kāma moksha. Generally people understand eating, sleeping and mating and fearing. That is the lowest grade of life. A little higher grade of life they try to understand about some religious principle and they are generally become religious for some game, some material game. Just like in the churches or in the temples they go, they ask some benefit from God. Oh God, give us our daily bread. Or somebody goes to temple, ask some benefit. So dharma, artha, karma. Why they ask some benefit? They just to satisfy their senses. That's all. They have no other end. Dharma, artha, karma and moksha. And when they are dissatisfied or frustrated in sense gratification, then moksha, they want to become one with God. So dharmātva kāma moksha. These are the general demands. The lower class of men, they are simply demands of the body, something eating, something sleeping, defending and mating. And the higher class, little elevated, they are after religiosity and some material gain and sense gratification or utmost to become one with the Supreme. But they have no other ideas. 
generation. Uh, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, no, above that, there is another thing that is prema, to love God. That is transcendent. So Krishna consciousness is the uh, topmost, topmost uh, uh, knowledge how to love God uh, and thereby enjoy life. Because we want to love. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the other day I was instructing my students that you just get yourself married. Now, uh, they are confused. Somebody says, where to get a nice girl? Just see. Everyone wants to love, but frustration. The girls will say, where is a nice boy? So the tendency of love is there in everywhere, either in animal or in man. But the lovable object is missing. Missing. That is Krishna. If you try to love Krishna, then your life will be fulfilled. Oh, here is the language. Prema Pumatmaha. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is considered to be the most munificent personality. Namo Mahavadanaya Krishna Prema Pradayati. Oh, Rupa Goswami is offering him his obeisances. My dear Lord, you are the most magnificent personality. Why? Krishna Prema Pradayati. You are giving, distributing love of God, love of Krishna, Krishna Prema Prada. Uh, so uh, we want to love somebody, but we are being frustrated. But if you try to love Krishna uh, either as master or as friend or as the Supreme or as son, or as husband, or lover, there are so many relationships. Just try to establish, find out what is the relationship with Krishna. And this science is being taught in the matter of Krishna consciousness. Thank you very much. Any question? Yes. Every relationship, just like I have uh, given you an example, business relationship. So if you want to establish some business relationship, there must be a broker. You see? If you want to establish relationship with some girl, there must be a negotiator. Of course, in your country it is very free. In India it is no, there is no free love. Uh, there is a negotiator, either privately or through the parents. So in every transaction there is a negotiator. So spiritual master is the negotiator, is the broker. Uh, of course, without any brokerage. But uh, he is supposed to be uh, the broker or the transparent medium. My Guru Maharaj used to say, the transparent medium, via media, just like my eyes are not very perfect, so I am using this transparent via media to see. Similarly, uh, because we have forgotten our relationship with Krishna or God, so you have to see through the transparent via media of spiritual mind. Otherwise, it is very difficult. That is the process. That is the process. Therefore, Bhagavad, uh, Vedic literature gives you injunction. Tatvigyanatham sa gurumeva avigachet. Tatvigyanat. Tat means spiritual or transcendent. If you want to understand about transcendental science, then tadvigyanartham, in order to understand the transcendental science. So, Guru Meva, 
eva gurum means spiritual master eva eva means must and gachet gachet also it is used in the obligatory imperative must and who is a guru who is a spiritual master that is also defined there otherwise he will be puzzled where to go all right i am ready to go to a spiritual master to understand the transcendental science but who is a guru everyone will be ready oh, i am your guru i am spiritual no there are signs what is that srotriyam srotriyam means one who has perfectly heard the signs of god from authoritative sources in disciplic succession that is the qualification srotriyam and brahmanistam means not that simply he has heard but the result is that he is found the fixed up in god consciousness these two qualifications you have to find out that whether this man is coming from disciplic succession srotriyam just like in the bhagavad gita it is said evam parampara praptam by this disciplic succession this science of bhagavad gita was learned so we have to approach to a spiritual master who is coming down from the disciplic succession then he is going to come not only he may be coming but if he has not understood then simply accepting will not do then the next symptom is srotriyam brahmanist brahmanist means he is firmly fixed up nobody can deviate from his uh, point of uh, steadiness uh, these are the general there are many other uh, uh, the definition in different uh, i know this and the uh, disciple also uh, he must have also qualification to approach the spiritual master it is not that because you have got a dogmatic spiritual master therefore you will be benefited you must be also qualified uh, what is that qualification what is the disciple's qualification that is stated in the simad bhagavatam tasmad gurum prapadita jigyasu shreya uttamam shreya uttamam everyone is engaged some for some temporary benefit everyone in this world you will find everyone is very busy uh, when he speak please come to our temple uh, sir i am very busy uh, what is his business the business is eating sleeping and mating that's all his business nidra hyate naptam babayana chaba दिवाचारते हया राजन कुटुंब भरने नॉट इज एनगेजमेंट एट नाइट स्लीपिंग हार्ड सेक्स इंटेलिजेंस एंड एट डे टाइम वेर इज मनी वेर इज मनी एंड इफ देर इज मनी देन हाउ वेट टू परचेज दिस थिंग गो टू दिस स्टोर गो टू दिस हॉप सो दैट शॉर्ट ऑफ एनक्वायरी एनगेजमेंट is not a qualification for understanding spiritual science one should be inquisitive jigyasu shreya uttama one should be inquisitive to understand what is the highest benefit of life oh uh, that is the beginning of vedanta sutra athata brahma jigyasa and the highest benefit of life is to understand the spiritual science of the supreme spirit atat brahma brahma jigyas so before establishing our relationship with god we have to establish our relationship with the negotiator if that relationship is firm and secure then your realization of god is secure and for there is no doubt about it if fortunately one gets a bona fide spiritual master 
and if he follows the instruction rigidly, then his God realization is guaranteed. There is no doubt about it. is always with you, when you are anxious for Krishna or God, then Krishna will give you direction that you please go to that person who is my representative. So Krishna will help you from within and without. Therefore spiritual master is supposed to be Krishna's representative from without. And Krishna is sitting within yourself. So Krishna is ready to help you from within and without, provided you are anxious to get that help. Yes. And as the student is uh, uh, anxious to learn, the spiritual master... Certainly, it's unless he is anxious to learn, what is the use of going to spiritual master? There is no need. That I already told. Jiggāsū One must be very inquisitive. But inquisitive about what? for the uh, supreme benefit. He should be inquisitive to learn the supreme. Then he has the necessity of searching out or approaching his spiritual master. If he, there is no such demand, then there is no necessity of uh, going to a spiritual master or accepting a spiritual master. Uh, a spiritual master should not be accepted as a matter of phobia, just like you keep some pet dog or cat. Uh, similarly, if you want to keep one spiritual master, uh, there is no profit. Uh, you must be qualified to in, become uh, inquisitive to understand the spiritual science, and the spiritual master should be also qualified to answer your inquisitiveness. Then the relationship is nice, uh, not one-sided. Yes. Just like uh, a boy, his father is very rich man, but he has left his home. So he is separated. The same boy, when he comes to his senses, oh, my father is so rich, and I am simply suffering for want of money. Let me go back to my father. And the father is always anxious to receive the boy. So if he goes back to his father, and father says, yes, my dear boy, please come, I was so much anxious. So this separation means the father and the son relationship cannot be separated. But the son's rebellion to the father is separation. Similarly, our relationship with God cannot be separated. God is supplying us everything. Although we think there is no God, God is dead, and all nonsense we may say. But it is due to God's grace that you are eating daily. That's a fact. Either you say, God give us our daily bread, or you don't say, God is anxious to supply you bread. He's so kind, because you are His son. The separation means from the son's side. He thinks that God is dead, or God, there is no God, but he is so full that he does not see that if there is no God, then how he is eating, how he is sleeping, how he is mating, how he is living. It is very common sense. Yes? There is no process. Process? What do you mean by process? I mean, when you say that 
You are living because you are soul. You are there within within your body. You say it is your body. I say your body. You say my body, or you say my body. So the body is not yourself. Therefore, you are separate from the body. Just like it is your heart, it is your coat. So you are not the coat. You are not the heart. This is the preliminary understanding of transcendental science. The most miserable condition of materialistic mind is that they are identifying with this body. That is the, uh, I mean to say, most miserable condition of imperfectness or ignorance. Your question is answered. Not if not, you may clear it. Try to understand it. No, I was just wondering when you say Pastor Abdul God is dead. What what is meant by saying God is dead? We don't say that a person should say like that. What what is meant when they? That means they are dead. God is never dead. Neither you are dead. But foolishly we say that God is dead. Because you do not know what is God, you do not know what I am. Therefore, you say. Therefore, Purlan Maharaj says that you, one must learn this science from the beginning of life. Otherwise, this foolishness will continue. Nityanityanam chetanam chetananam ekabhonam vidadati kaman. These are Vedic mantra. That there is one supreme eternal amongst millions and trillions and innumerable eternals. So we are innumerable eternals. Pulla number. You, me, and so many other living entities. Eight million four hundred thousand species of living entities. They are uh, plural number. Uh, Vedic mantra says, Eka bhunam vidadati kaman. But the singular number, eternal, eka, is supplying all the necessities of this plural number, eternal. And that is a fact. You go to a church, why do you ask God? Give us our daily bread. Uh, you are getting your bread. And then why you are saying that God is dead? Where from you are getting bread? This is foolishness. They are praying in the church, not only church, in mosque and temple everywhere. Oh. They are getting the things, and still they say, God is dead. Suppose you are asking me something and you are getting the same thing, supply. How you can say that I am dead? Just see the foolishness. So these are the statements of rascals and fools. They are not sane men. That is, don't think that I am using this strong words. No. It is stated in the Bhagavad Gita. Namana Duskitana Murha Prabhadante Naradhava. These terms are used. What is that person? Duskritana. Miscreants. Murha. Rascals. Namana Duskitana Murha Prabhadante surrenders Naradhava. Lowest of the mankind. Why it has been said mankind? Because mankind is supposed to know God, not the animal kind. So any man who does not understand what is God, he is lowest of the mankind. Naradhama. Nara means man. 
and Adama means lowest. Uh, then somebody may say, oh, everyone is not Adama, lowest of the mankind. There are so many graduates, so many DSC, MSCs, and they are all not Adamas. Bhagavad says, Bhagavad Gita says, yes. And why? They have passed their so many degrees, examination, and they are rest of the mankind. Maya Abhita Jnana. Because under the influence of Maya, all their knowledge has been taken away. They may profess to be very learned man, but they are not learned. Their knowledge is already taken away. Maya Abhita Jnana. Asri Bhavama Asrita. Why Maya has taken their knowledge? Because there are asuras against God. Oh. The very name of God will set up them. Oh. They think this is old time philosophy. God. Very God. It is science. It is of that. That's all. So Maya with Lost of all knowledge by the influence of Maya. These are the statements in Srimad Bhagavad Gita. Uh, they are very much proud of reading Bhagavad Gita, but they do not know what is Bhagavad Gita teaching. But if you ask, uh, oh, I am reading Bhagavad Gita daily. What do you know about it? Uh, God is there. That's all. This is going on. Yes. No. No. Mudha means ass. Mudha means ass. No, no. Ass is the first class symbol of ignorance. Yes. yes. No, why not? Mudha means ass. Mudha means ass. Do you mean to say ass is very uh, laudable animal? He is a why ass? As he is loaded with so much uh, bundles of cloth, but none of the cloth belongs to him. Similarly, a ass means he is loaded with so many books, but he does not understand the real relationship with God. Therefore, he is ass. Loaded with books on him. You have seen in India. The washer man loads the ass with bundles of cloth, but none of the cloth belongs to him. He simply burdened a beast. So similarly, the modern education, they simply loaded with books, but they have no preliminary knowledge that he is part and parcel of God. Therefore he is ass, compared with this ass. He simply loaded. That's all. We should compare in this way. And this mura, exactly, if you see Sanskrit dictionary, mura means the ass. And ignorance means uh, uh, animal. What is the difference between man and animal? Animal is ignorant. Now you, you just we have seen that one is animal is being slaughtered, another animal is standing and eating grass. He does not know the next chance is mine. This is animalism. Ignorant. But had it been a, a case and the man, oh, this is next one. Let me go away from this place. At least he'll try, he cry, make protest, but there is no protest. Because it is animal. That is the uh, distinction between man and animal. Animal has no knowledge what he is, what is his position in this world. That is animalism. This is love. When father, when when father gives you a good slap, that is love. 
That is not animity. That is love. Yes. That is also another foolishness. Oh, father is slapping me, my enemy. That is another foolishness. You should know the father cannot be enemy. He is always my friend. That is knowledge. Yes. Huh? Yes, he was enemy. Because he was wrongly chastising, because Pallant Maharaj was fully conscious of Krishna, and he was protesting that, who is Krishna? There is no Krishna, there is no God. Such father is enemy. Therefore, when the father was killed by Nishinga death, he did not protest. He would have said, My Lord, of course he said in the Lord, but not to protect his body, but to protect his soul. 